That's not as bad this time, I don't think. No. Folks, what you don't hear is that we sometimes count down and we're not quite in sync. And we talked about this topic about no perfect timing before we started hitting record. And so, Josh, do you want to say anything before we jump to the thing? Nope. Okay, you heard it from Josh. <laughs> We're going to launch out today <laughs> to talk about No Perfect Time today on Curiosity Continuum. Hey everybody, this is Josh. And this is Brian. Welcome to the podcast for Curiosity Continuum. Curiosity Continuum is an industry-innovating, non-traditional company passionate about growing wisdom in the next generation. We are the essential bridge between the analog and digital worlds by building collaborative communities that unleash the power of adaptive expertise and innovation needed to thrive in the 21st century. We combine a mix of essential elements needed to empower people to succeed in new ways not possible outside of a creative, thoughtful, diverse community of fellow curious people. Follow us on your favorite podcast app to receive notifications of new content. If you like what you hear and want to dive deeper, please visit us at curiositycontinuum.com. Thanks for tuning in, and let's start the conversation. So there's a phrase sometimes people hear as like, you know, it's the perfect time. You know, the right time, the right, you know, think about the marketing thing, right price, right product, right people, right promotion, all that kind of stuff. You know, there are things that do align at times where you kind of see this is going to make more sense than others, but there right. is no perfect everything ever in no time and whatever no and i think as humans like especially uh risk averse humans like as as we get to become adults and we've built ourselves up you know from nothing pretty much into like something we can do like i think that we like feel we need that perfect time to do something and I just want we like we just want to reiterate that that there is no perfect time. Like no perfect time to start something new, no perfect time to quit your job. Uh, and there are sometimes a perfect time to do that, but a lot of times it's just kind of thrust upon you, right, Brian? Yeah, mother's uh no sorry, necessity is the mother of invention often. Right. But and sometimes that's where people say it's a perfect time to do it where um when it's not like you see this golden moment and you grab it. We'll talk about that probably a little bit later. But sometimes people do it because that's the thing that's afforded to them at the moment. There are people who lost their businesses over the last few years, and there are some that have started new businesses, and you would never have guessed, wow, this is the thing that's going well for them. A great example of that is uh, my professional life. I've had some clients, and they kind of fractured and went in different directions, but they're all doing merch, like custom merch. So what's happened over like the lockdowns and stuff is that people bought a lot of t-shirts. Now, if you would have told me that was the case, I would have said, nah, that ain't going to happen. I mean, gangbusters, I'm telling you what, even with supply chain issues and cost of goods going up, gangbusters. It's just insane that people want t-shirts. I'm I'm glad for them. But was there like a perfect time for that? For a couple of these guys, this was like mother of invention, like you had to do it. Another person said, I think it's going to be a great time to do it. And they started to make those bets really like kind of trying to come out of pandemic was that the perfect time i don't think so but it was the time afforded to them and they were they're working the process what this tells me is that these are you know business people entrepreneurs that are working for a company or have their own company 
and they're seeing a, a trend or a need and maybe they're like they didn't even see the need but maybe somebody reached out to them and said hey can you do this for me and then they realized wow like 80 other people want that <laughs> and so they just kind of like jump on it that's kind of like what this is about right like this is about figuring out that niche that niche thing that is different and just pressing on it right and understanding the, with your eyes wide open so i right. sometimes i tell people like this is a, it's a leap of faith you know it's a, it is. i'm sorry but you should also have your eyes wide open to go if you take this leap right it's not a don't don't do it in blind faith some people do it's kind of like fire ready aim <laughs> oh yeah i just Some, quit my job and now i'm doing it <laughs> yeah oh hey yeah you don't know. do that if you can help it <laughs> there's a great story in sarah blakely where she really got spanks to a place and that she had i think it was four times her income from her like selling xerox copy machines or something before she said goodbye um and she did that full time you know she gorillaed that whole thing together and there's plenty of articles and podcasts and articles and stuff like that to talk about her story but she saw a need and she did it and it was not perfect you know she was like kind of merchandising her own stuff unofficially quote unquote in department stores right it wasn't because she had permission it wasn't because she had you know the the backing of big brands or whatever she had an opportunity and she took it and she worked through it and she had to give up certain things in her life just like you're if you're an athlete or you know, you're going to make a life change, you're going to get married or something like that. You have to make those decisions. And when when is the alignment of that ever going to work perfectly? I, and I say this like on the marriage front. I think of examples in my life, and you probably have similar folks as well, where they said, you know, uh, we're not going to get married yet, although we've been together for 12 years. You know, when the timing's right, when it all works out, and it just keeps pushing longer and longer. Now, look, if they have a good, honest moment that said, you know, marriage isn't that important to us. We just like to be together. And that's right. an honest moment. You can say that. But if you're waiting for the right, exact, perfect moment to be married, when, when is that, Josh? I mean, did, was, did you have the perfect time when you got married? No, it was never the perfect time. So Mel and I, like, we started dating for a while. We knew each other before, so it was kind of different. But we just... uh we just decided, yeah, we're going to get married. So that was like in January. But here's the whole thing. Like uh, before that, so like December 11th or uh, September 11th happened. And Mel and I even thought then like, oh, let's just get married. So we decided on that day that we were going to get married. And then three months later, I actually proposed to her. But it was kind of like, oh, yeah, we're getting married. So. There was no perfect time. It was just kind of like, oh, yeah, let's do it. So tell me what wasn't perfect about that timing. Like, I mean, there was, no, there was nothing perfect. We both lived at home with our parents. Uh, we just knew that we wanted to build a life together. And to do that, it was easier, honestly, just to get married and just start doing it, <laughs> you know? Just start building the life like we just wanted to just jump in and do it so we just did so i think where this is coming to is this is you have to be ready when it's your time you know like josh if you didn't have like a job like when you were young and wanted to get married like that's kind of problem <laughs> you know you right need to have income for to contribute to the, the household and to be honest i had a a very low paying job 
I remember like, that I, job. So, yeah, <laughs> I, mean, I, I didn't have the you. job I have now. So it's like, and my wife didn't have the job that she has now, which is zero job. But she is, <laughs> it's kind of funny because it's a, a roundabout way how that happened. But she was working. Yeah. So it's like we were both working. We just weren't working at the jobs we wanted to work at. But we just thought, you know what? It's just better to build that together. But see, there was a driving force that said, like, hey, we're, we like, at 9 11, you decided we're going to get married. Yeah. And that wasn't necessarily a time frame. But then, like, you proposed and that made it more real. And then you said, like, well, let's plan. Right. Right. And you made it work. And, folks, what happens is that you find excuses to say, well, it's not the time because of X. But people who do something different, whether it's relationally, it's professionally, whatever it may be, they say, but this is why I'm going to do it. And this is why it's driving me forward. Then that reframes, honestly, when we talk about contextual awareness, there's plenty of reasons why, Josh, you probably could have said, like, it's not the right time to get married and this is why. Oh, for right? sure. But yep. other people say this is the right time to get married and this is why. And you don't know those things necessarily, like, what's going to happen you just know like here's the decision we're going to make and then you know how to calibrate the other decisions and frame it yeah i mean that's where it it all happens so that's where it will, like the magic happens in the margins i like to say like the edges of reality is kind of where things are stitched together so people decide things kind of willy-nilly really but you'd have this like gut instinct like oh i'm just gonna do it and you should follow that on a lot of things there are some things you should just maybe you know tap back on it but it takes a lot of experience and you're gonna make mistakes if you think like oh i'm gonna jump in on this and just you know do this thing i'm gonna go quit my job and go with this guy and his startup it might not be the right thing, but if you feel it and it has like a good kind of, I want to, I honestly want, honest, honestly want to say if it has like a good feeling to it, a lot of times it's a right decision for you at the time. However, you have to like weigh that with your everyday life and your everyday expectations, right? So if you're going to quit your job up and willy nilly, I would never say anyone to do that. I would say, okay, make sure that there's a plan forward. And same with getting married. I would never say just go get married. But like my wife and I, before we got married, we were talking about it. We already had this 9-11 was like that catalyzing event that we needed just to kind of push us to the edge. And so look at that in whatever you're thinking. And if it's something that's pushing you to the edge, think why. And then think, oh, is this a good time just to jump for it? Can I catch the ledge on the other side? And you may not know that answer. Um, right. So a story with my wife and I is years ago, we moved out of our town home, which I bought just very shortly before her and I got married as a single guy. And then we ended up building a house. And so we had the, you know, we kind of transitioned from there to, to the new place and we had a chance to rent out our place. And what happened is that the interest rates kind of fell just right and we were able to refinance to get it to a place where we could actually, it would make sense to rent it out. Sometimes you're not in that situation. And I was scared 
real estate, something like, Oh, I wanted to do this. And here it is. I'm like, crap, there's going to be people living in this house that what happens if the toilet breaks? What if, you know, like the locks get broken or all these other kinds of things that would happen. And then we did it. And I'm like, Oh, that's what that was. It really, once you get past that hump, you realize that the ideas that you had, it could either be like a limiting belief or it could be something that is real. Maybe something didn't work out quite right, but then you got it right. And if you didn't get it right, it's like, what's the worst that could happen? You kind of start over again. I think people are afraid to kind of air their failures publicly. When I say public, it doesn't mean like broadcast on television always, but in your group of peers and your group of friends and your family, are you okay with falling down on your face a few times if that's what's required? Because successful people don't hit it all the time but they're just willing to try and try again. I mean, that's the whole thing about this, right? It's about willing to try. So it's like there's no perfect time, but there's no perfect time to try. You just have to do it. And it, and honestly, it's the failures that make us human. So if you try and you're successful, that's great. But if you try and you fail, get up and do it again. And this is what this episode is about. It's like there's no perfect time. You gotta tamp down that little mind, that part of your brain that says, "Don't do this because I'm gonna get hurt." You know, this is not like um, you're going off and you know doing something like I'm gonna jump the Grand Canyon. You know, <laughs> but it's the same type of thing in your mind, and so you have to understand that, like, okay. If I understand that, if I just, the, you have to look, it's a risk reward situation. You have to understand what the risk is and the reward is greater than the risk. Do it. Try it. If you want to do that podcast, do it. Don't quit your job to do it, but go ahead and do it. Just remember that your unfamiliar brand new frontier is somebody's every day, right? There's other people that right. do the things that maybe you've never tried before. And that's what's wonderful about having a community of people. Like if you haven't tried something, you know, asking somebody to a meal or a cup of coffee to ask them questions about something, like that's a very uh, cheap way to get a good information. I mean, cheap, not in devaluing the person, but you want to talk about, well, I could take out this $100,000 loan to try something, or I could take somebody to a dinner <laughs> and yeah, ask them Yeah, for 75 bucks, yeah. And like, you kind of like gauge, do I really want to do this? And if you make a good sober decision, there's going to be people that have done that same kind of thing that you can learn from, which is the value of the community of imperfect people helping imperfect people at the imperfect time (laughs) to be better. Right. So I think that's a good good spot to leave it, huh, Brian? Basically, just try something. Go do it. Go do it. Now's the time. (laughs) So until, until the next time, this is Brian. And this is Josh. For Curiosity Continuum.
Thank you.